Welcome to Widowcast Podcast, where you'll find the strength to get through your journey and the skills to coach other widows to do the same. This is not a grief group. This is your journey, and it just may show you the way to make something amazing come out of the emotional pain and trauma of your loss. I'm your host, Joanne Philomena. I'm the best-selling author of the book, Widowed, and of The Widow Coach. I'm also a professionally certified life coach. Let the healing and the personal journey back to who you are begin. Oh my gosh, you guys, it's episode 81. And on today's episode, I'm going to take a look at lesson number six from Widow Coaches class with you. For those who've just found this podcast, I highly, highly recommend you go back to the old episodes and start back the very first episode. The sound quality is not as good as it is now. Hopefully I've learned something over the years of doing this, but it was straight from the heart, heartfelt, just share my story and get into episodes sharing the things that helped me get through the first year as a widow. And if you are new to this podcast, that's probably the best place for you to go start with. Find out, join me on this journey from the beginning of the journey. My first episode was about one year after my husband passed away. Since then, I've done as you just heard, over 80 episodes of this podcast and had begun focusing on coaching widows instead of doing weight loss coaching. And finally, realizing what I needed to do was to teach widows all the life coach tools that I know and the way I use them with other widows so that I can certify them as widow coaches and start a movement of widow coaches across this country because we have had nothing like this before and it is so, so needed. So that's a good place to start. But today I want to talk about the difference between focusing on your past and focusing on the future. Now, most of us, our pasts are right now full of pain because we've lost our spouse we may feel we've had many failures. Oh my gosh, sorry for that. I need to kill my microphone. I mean, my speaker, so you're not hearing little notifications come blinging up like that. Um, when we define ourselves and our future abilities by all of our past experiences, we can become really discouraged and filled with regret. You shift your view from seeing your past as if it were perfect, that's first of all, is going to help. If you can have gratitude for everything that's happened in your past, because it has brought you to who you are today, that's like the first step of shifting your view. Because what you really want to do is shift your focus and energy into your future because that's something you can have an impact on. We can't change the past. All we can change is how we are thinking about the past today, how we're feeling about the past today, and how we're thinking about our future. We can't go backwards. We can sure stay stuck though. 
And the good news is the future is yours for the taking. So let's begin defining you by what you want for yourself in the future instead of defining you by what has happened to you in the past. It's a big step. It's a big emotional step. But it's the only way you can break out of reliving Groundhog's Day. Do any of you remember that old movie with Bill Murray? right? Where he kept living the same day over and over and over again. And I think that's what most of us do in our daily lives. We're just living the same day over and over and over again until you can begin thinking new thoughts to break you out of that. So what I would like to do with you on this podcast is I would actually like you to take, take you through a little self work here. Okay, this isn't just casual listening. I mean, you can be listening to me in bed and just fall asleep. That's okay. But come back to this when you're awake so you can actually do some of this exercise. I think it's a very powerful exercise to sit down and write down the top five outcomes you want in your life. Now, I know it's shocking to think that you've never even considered this question before. And it's hard to wrap your brain around because you're like, what, what, what the five top five things that I want? And the answer is yes, because what you want is so important in your life. What you want is where you're going in your life. And if you don't know what you want, then you don't have any map or directions at all. You're just wandering through life lost, right? So Maybe these suggestions will help get you started thinking about what are the top five outcomes you would like to have in your life. Okay, maybe you would like to have a deeper spiritual connection to yourself and your creator and have a way that you work at maintaining that daily. Maybe a top outcome would be to lose 50 pounds and then maintain an ideal weight without struggle. Maybe it's to get a better job that's more aligned with your values and pays you enough to save for your retirement, or maybe just pays you enough to live comfortably and securely. Maybe a top outcome for you would be to be an amazing mother to your children by setting an amazing example to them and being emotionally available to them at all times. Maybe an outcome for you would be to be able to have companionship and maybe even a deep relationship again with another person. Right? So those are just a few suggestions. It's an example from actually one client. When you can put together your outcomes list, And you can stop right now. You can pause this podcast and think about this. Go back and re-listen to those suggestions for inspiration and then come back to where you are and continue listening. Take some time and do this. Then, now that you know your top five outcomes, write down everything you did yesterday and how you spent your time. You can describe everything. So now again, you can pause and go do this. You're going to be as detailed as possible 
Like you're going to say, I woke up, I got myself ready and out the door. I dropped the kids off at school. I spent this much time running errands. I worked eight hours at a job I hate, <laughs> right? Picked up the kids, made dinner, picked up the kitchen, did some laundry. I helped the kids with their homework, put them to bed. I watched TV for two hours. I fell asleep. Try to list everything you did yesterday. And what was the overall feeling that you were feeling yesterday? Now, pause, go do this. Really, don't listen any further until you do these things. I'm trusting you to pause and then come back. Okay? Okay, cool. Welcome back. Now that you've done that exercise of writing down everything that you did yesterday, I want you to evaluate how much of your daily life is spent on those things that would contribute to the top five outcomes that you want. And, you know, I read you like some typical results of what somebody does in a day. And you'll notice in that typical result, very little of her time was consciously devoted to making sure she was working towards her dreams. I know it's a that's a really profound realization when we do this and we do it honestly with ourselves. We don't try to lie to ourselves. We don't try to pretend. We don't try to make our top five outcomes be really um, spiritual or um, what do I want to say? I think it's, you don't have to make them be philanthropical, that word I can't say. <laughs> you can be as selfish as you want in those top five outcomes. I mean, be honest with yourself. We have things we just want for us. And then when you look at everything you did yesterday and how you felt yesterday, you're like, oh my God, I didn't spend one minute working towards that. Because we don't. A lot of widows spend the majority of their time tending to their daily agendas or being really confused and stuck on trivial matters. That's just the fog brain that we have once our spouse suddenly dies, right? It is so important to acknowledge and plan just for the year ahead of you, the months ahead of you. Don't think that you don't have enough time or money or energy because what you're doing right now is not contributing to anything on your outcome list, right? Watching hours of TV in the evening because you just need to unwind is not contributing to your future unless your future is on reviewing TV shows. <laughs> so these are powerful little exercises, we do a lot of these kinds of things in the widow coaches class because for my widow coaches, they're going to help their clients go through this. In order to do that, they have to do it first in their own life. Once you have done this in your own life and experienced that, then you know how to share that with someone else. Know that as you plan how to begin devoting time each day, towards one of your top five outcomes in life, that it's not going to be exhausting. This is what most widows will tell me. Like, I don't have time for this. I, my, each day is just so exhausting as it is to get through the day. But the truth is, when you devote some time to getting what you want out of life, <laughs> 
it is not tiring. It's the opposite. It's energizing. So thinking you can't go after what you want because you don't have the time, you don't have the money, you don't have the energy is totally going to keep you stuck. You're going to be stuck in Groundhog's Day. Who wants to keep reliving the same day over and over again, right? Instead, if you can devote some time each day, schedule some time each day just to take little steps, little actions towards what you want in life, you're going to find how energizing that is, how exciting it is. You stop fighting yourself. You stop ignoring your dreams and you start to participate in a life that feeds your soul. That is the real secret. And that's also how you begin to let go of living in the past and start living in your future. You start looking to your future and taking little steps towards your future. I recently had a huge project for myself here. I won't go into a lot of details, but it was going to involve clearing out a lot of clutter. And it felt overwhelming. My brain was going into like these lists of all these things and all these obstacles and how hard it was going to be, right? And that just kept me feeling overwhelmed and stuck, totally stuck. And finally, I realized, oh my gosh, I'm like so busy planning this out and doing it all and worrying about it all in my brain that I'm not actually doing any of it. And the place I need to start is to just do something, right? Like just do one thing. And so I walked to the coat closet by my front door. I opened it up. I pulled out four coats that I just really don't use anymore. Stuffed them in a bag and put them out in my car to donate. Just get rid of them. If I don't get them to a donation box soon, I will end up just throwing them away. They just need to be out of the house right? And that one little action, it's not a lot. I just threw away four coats. No big deal. I don't even use them. That set off a cascade of taking clear action where I was able to sit down and write down every place I wanted to clean out and declutter and assign an amount of time to each thing to do it and then fit each step in on my calendar where I had that amount of time to get it done. And I was able to calendar out the whole project for myself. And now it no longer feels overwhelming. I'm not stuck in the moment being overwhelmed and I'm able to just future focus. And I know as I go through taking these steps each evening towards that outcome that I want for myself, that it's going to be done. It's going to be done. Now, this is just a small goal that I'm working towards, but that's an example of how you can become stuck in each day being the same as the one before. I just couldn't take the steps to even get started on that project. It just seemed so overwhelming. And if you think of an outcome you want in your life and it feels overwhelming and your brain goes all over the place, because you know our brains, I've already talked to you about your brain and how it wants you to stay safe in the cave right? So as soon as you think of an outcome you would like in your life, your brain goes, this is a terrible idea. I think there are saber-toothed tigers out there, so probably we shouldn't do it. Probably we should just keep living the same day over and over again because your brain wants to protect you. 
So don't get caught up in that. Start to take an action. Start to move forward, even in little ways, and you will build the momentum towards that outcome that you want. And you can reach it. You can reach it. It's like the rudder on a boat. If you move the rudder just a little bit, it begins sending that boat off slightly into a different direction. But as you get way, way, way down river, all of a sudden you're all the way over to the other side of the river. That's what it's like as you start to take those small actions to reach towards the outcome you want, to reach towards your full potential for the future outcomes that you want in your life. So if you have reached this spot in my podcast and um, you didn't do those exercises, shame on you. <laughs> Seriously, go back to the beginning of the podcast when you can allow yourself the time to pause each step and go work on it and take a look at it. Do it. Even if you can't think of five outcomes, try to find three outcomes, something that you can reach for in your life that will help propel you into a future that you want to create for yourself. No matter how big and grand or how small it is, doesn't matter if it's like I'm going to lose 20 pounds or I'm going to completely change my field of work or I'm going to write a book. That was one of mine and I never thought that that would actually come to pass. And now I have not one, but two books published. <laughs> so it, you can make it happen. I never dreamed that I could do a book. I mean, seriously, you guys, I know it sounds like a lie coming from an author, right? With a couple books out there in the world. But I'm telling you, before that book was written and out there, I thought, oh, how would I ever, first of all, where would I find the time to write? How would I even know how to start? Right, My brain threw up all those objections, told me to stay in my cave, <laughs> like you're fine, you can write three paragraphs for a blog, that's good enough. But once I decided that the book was an outcome that I wanted to make happen, it happened, it happened like a flash. I was able to start taking small steps and then bigger steps and suddenly I was at a full run and my book was in Barnes and Noble, I'm telling you blew my mind, blew my mind. So reach for an outcome. You could even reach for an impossible dream because even though you think it's an impossible dream, how exciting would it be to spend even just one hour a day working towards it? One hour a day, you sit down and you just do something towards this incredible, impossible dream. It's a much better way to live our lives. I promise you that. So find your outcomes, start taking steps towards them because they will help you find joy in your day. I'll talk to you all next week. <music>